Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Getting Unstuck with Misfits Unplugged. We are helping highly motivated hustlers achieve success and overcome career hurdles. We are two minority women with a combination of corporate America and street stars bringing simplified business concepts to everyone. Yes, and if you are feeling stuck in your career and don't really have a plan or just trying to figure out what it is that you want to do and need to do to get to the next level, then you want to listen to Misfits Unplugged because we're going to be giving you little nuggets on the way to help you on your path to success. Yes. So I'm Izzy. I'm Brandy. All right, BK, episode number five. So what, hey. is it for? what do we have in store for these awesome people today? <laughs> well, so I I think that we need to talk to people a little bit because um, I know that people here in our intros and outros and in our taglines about helping highly motivated hustlers get unstuck. And if you go to our website and you've read our bios, then you know that part of that verbiage is, you know, that Isabella and I are two minority women uh, with a combination of street smarts and corporate. So I don't know that our listeners really understand how those two things come together and how we use our backgrounds and the adversity that maybe you and I have gone through uh, to kind of get where we are. So I think this is an awesome opportunity to just talk about where we're from, um, you know, what street smarts means to both of us and how it's helped us in our careers. Yeah. So when we came together, we were like, what is the name that encompasses who we are. So Mm -hmm. misfits, you know, I'm a joking, never take anything serious type of person. Brandy, since the day I met her and talked about her, what, 13 plus tattoos and what that looked like in the, (laughs) in the workplace. I mean, you can't, (laughs) you know, we got all sorts of stuff happening over here. Isabella is tatted up too. Okay. I I was talking about (laughs) the next tattoo I want on my shoulder. And I was like, okay, wait, okay, that's like, that's what we're about. <laughs> so, you know, so we're misfits just because you can't put us in a box. We're, con- you know, not the conventional corporate America. We bring the experience from the 15 plus years, 30 combined. But Street Smarts to me is what my background is, how I was brought up and raised, what I saw, and the combination of them both to make me who I am today. So, mm-hmm. Who am I? <laughs> yeah. So I was uh, born and raised in Washington Heights, uptown, Yay. baby. Yay. <laughs> so uptown, Washington Heights, the Heights, depending on where you're from, what you call us. But, mm-hmm. you know, lived in a couple of different areas, Washington Heights, Dykeman, Inwood, Harlem was my last stop. Uh, mm-hmm. before going um, to Westchester and I'm going to New Jersey next. <laughs> um <laughs> But what does that look like for me? So my entire childhood, you know, I'm a combination of Puerto Rican and Cuban. Grew up in a predominantly Dominican area, Latin American, all Hispanic, Spanish speakers. So, you know, the things that I had that are hold to overcome, you know, me as a woman, because I think men in my community, you know, had different challenges. Um, mm-hmm. Like I walked down the street and I didn't no- notice any gangs. Mm-hmm. I guess I also had those like, you know, unicorn and little girl things in my head oh, and I never noticed mm-hmm. What I noticed is, oh, there's a group of men across the street. Let me, let me cross the street to avoid that. And, or mm-hmm. what do I look like that day? I feel fat. All the other women are skinny, you know, like those mm-hmm. types of things. Um, you know, let me take the one train, the nine train, if I mm-hmm. nine train, cause they did away with that, you know, and my community to the city, 
you know, I, I, my bubble was Washington Heights. You know, all I knew was black and brown. You know, then I ended up going to school downtown and it was like, you know, a whole new world. And it was different for me. And I had to learn, uh, you know, how to use chopsticks. Disclaimer, I still don't know how to use chopsticks to save my life. And I don't pretend anymore. I own that I will never learn how to use chopsticks. That's another conversation. Forks for sushi, people. Forks for sushi. <laughs> Forks save lives. Uh, so, you know, I say all of this to me because these all built insecurities for me that I had to overcome. So, mm-hmm. you know, being a plus size woman in a not so plus size world, we're not talking about 2022 where body positive there's a lot of availabilities for um, a plus size culture i didn't have that 20 years ago i was like shopping at sears and wearing men's jeans is what my mom would get me no offense mom mm-hmm. but that's mm-hmm. all that was available to me which created insecurities about what other women look like what i look like um mm-hmm. it was the hood you know mm-hmm. my, my father was a superintendent for the building so we lived in the basement um so that also caused you know, insecurities because I wouldn't bring friends over because I was insecure about where I lived and how I lived. Um, you know, fast forward to where I am now, all of that was humble beginnings to the platform I've created for myself, what I strive to provide to my daughter, what I want for myself and how hard my parents worked to give me what they gave me. Yeah. Um, you know, I come from the family dynamics like anyone else's family, very close, um, but everyone talks about each other. You know, more people, <laughs> everybody talks about each other. There's always someone that's a topic of a conversation. So um, for me, that also was challenging learning about myself and dealing with family dynamics, which also talked about, you know, the boys versus the girls or the mm-hmm. fat family or skinny versus plus size, you know, or fat, whatever you want to call it. Fat is not a bad word. Mm-hmm. I'll feel a little fat today. It's probably because I had nachos. Uh-huh. For- definitely fat people <laughs> but okay so this is me in a nutshell um you know family still to this day is the core of my being now I just have a family of my own you know all the struggles and things that I put a presence on when I was younger you know worrying about my size how people viewed me I was an insecure introvert believe it or not now I'm like an extrovert and I'm like (laughs) but I was very insecure and that came with introversion because of my not knowing or having my voice um, Mm -hmm. which translated to the woman that I am today which is I I don't want to have not have a voice and I fight Mm -hmm. for my voice um and now I'm just trying to balancing you know the angry Hispanic woman and like saying okay I don't need to have my voice here but I everyone knows I have it yeah. Um, so that was really like, you know, my childhood, I've made a, a million mistakes along the way of learning and growing as a person. And we'll go through all of that. You'll all learn about <laughs> our failed relationships, our mistakes throughout it. But mm-hmm. I think that learning where I grew up is, is you know, defines who I am today. Um, I like to think that I'm well-rounded from growing up in a predominantly Hispanic area. Now I've traveled the world. I've seen culture. I've seen diversity. And I love mm-hmm. it and lead it in my career mm-hmm. well now. So that's yeah. a little bit about me, BK. Do you think I missed anything? Or do you want to keep No, up? that was <laughs> awesome, actually. I think that that was a good summary, synopsis of uh, who she is and where she came from and why she's so passionate and driven, you know, because a lot of your drive, a lot of our drive comes yeah. from where we, you know, came from and how we grew up. And, you know, I, I, I'm, I try to be a glass half full now, you know, I think you and I share that with our energy, you know, we can read energy and feel it. Mm-hmm. I spent too much of my life, 20 plus years worrying about what other people thought and spending too much time unhappy. So now I'm spending the rest of my life just smiling, enjoying, 
taking chances like it has really changed like things are getting your life things are blowing yeah. up around me at work and i don't even have a reaction to it which now is apparently one of my strengths like how i do <laughs> and i'm just kind of like no one's died from an administrative emergency like yeah. <laughs> that email didn't get sent we will all live like it's okay. yeah <laughs> all right brandy i'm eager to know more about what makes you tick what's your upbringing and how do our followers get to know what what makes you a misfit well, so I grew up in a little small town in Ohio called Dayton. And my Gym City uh, friends and family would say, we're not a town or a city. And it's the truth. But to New Yorkers or people who come from big cities, we are a little town. We are a little city. But it packed a big punch. I grew up um, in a big African-American family. When I say big, I mean big, meaning I am the baby of um, three girls. And I have a bunch, a host of aunts and uncles and first and second cousins where we all grew up as brothers and sisters. So you can imagine what grandma's house was like on Sundays <laughs> in my earlier years. Um, and we are a big, you know, boisterous family. So I think that a lot of my personality comes from that, comes from growing up in a big family, having to stand your ground, having to fight, having to compete, being able to laugh, share, um, uh, have sisterhood and brotherhood with people. So I'm not awkward in that way. I think that that's one of my assets in that I can, you know, take criticism and I can give it just as good kind of thing. And that's what, that's, that's the muscle that you develop by having to, you know, keep your position. Fast forward, when I, was a, when I graduated high school, I ended up in a four-girl singing group, an R&B group uh, that landed me in New York. And that's a whole spiel that I'm not going to go into right now. But I will say that it was the beginning of my independence, so to speak. Um, and, and the town that I grew up in was pretty much black and white. There, 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 there were no Hispanics. There were no... Asian people, there were no other cultures. So imagine, you know, black girl from a little small town in Ohio driving into 125th Street and Broadway at 18 years old with, you know, trains and bodegas. And, you know, it, the first time I got to New York, I walked into a bodega and saw somebody as black or brown as me speaking Spanish. And I was in complete <laughs> culture shock. Like, what the hell? There's black people that speak other cultures. Like I was like literally in culture shock. So I fell in love with New York. You could never drag me away from it, at least not until now. <laughs> um, but the first, you know, I would say maybe 10 years or so of my career in New York was all sort of music related. I always kept an administrative job to pay the bills, but I was always a free spirit at heart. So I spent a lot of that time in music and in studios. And that is a very different culture than corporate, <laughs> um, which is why, you know, I didn't feel any way about going to go get all of my tattoos. Everybody in the music industry has tattoos sort of thing. So I never really thought that I would be in corporate in the industry that I'm in. I had a vision of being in corporate in music. I thought that I was gonna be the next Sylvia Rome, um, signing artists and working out deals and working out publishing deals and all that good stuff. And I did pretty good for myself in terms of publishing, but it did not um, pay the bills the way that I needed to. So I decided to jump into um, corporate. Um, 
really didn't have a vision for it, really didn't understand insurance at that time. Like nobody, I don't think people even graduate college and think about a career in insurance. <laughs> it's just not one of those, yeah, it's just not one of those. Passion <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just not one of those sexy, you know, industries that's told it to you when you're, you know, thinking about what you want to be in life. Um, but, you know, serendipity or whatever, had me become a um, intern at a financial advisor's office and the rest is history. Um, and, and I think that this conversation started with us just trying to figure out how our street smarts helps us incorporate. And I would say just the diversity of people, you know, I think that being around diverse people, having grown up in a situation, you know, where, you know, I'm an eighties baby. Um, so I remember a time when, you know, friends of mine, you know, at six and seven that we used to play together and all that stuff and the crack era hit and all of a sudden you didn't see those friends anymore. And you started to see the diminishing of those parents. Um, that's a really, really hard life to watch and see around you as a young kid, even though I came from a very good family, we were kind of a bubble, but your parents really can't keep you from the environment that you're in. You're gonna see, you know, if you live in the hood, you're gonna see crackheads. If you're, you know, in the, um, if you're in the beauty salons in the hood, you're gonna find boosters. Like, <laughs> like that's just the, you know, life, the, 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 the hard, rugged, truth of how some people live so I think you know um understanding that humbles you a little bit so when you get to a place where you're able to um like Isabel said not put your family through a situation where they have to go through that and really you know have a vision for more um it really really humbles you so I think you know I take that even into corporate um, you know, just a very humble, I'm, I love fires. Like I don't mind jumping into them because I'm used to fighting them. <laughs> it's not like a huge thing. Um, um, I don't mind a good debate. I'm really good at debating. I mean, you know, I come from a family where you may get cursed out at a spades game. <laughs> it just is what it is, you know, and we, you know, hug and everything is great afterwards. So, um, I think I, 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 I bring that kind of passion to corporate too, that I don't know that, that, you know, my peers are really used to until they see it, but I'm able to use that too. So that's something we always shared in common and I didn't mention it, but the sports aspect, like you love basketball. I'm, oh my God. Baseball. <laughs> yeah. I love playing softball for many years, which yes. I think also like brings that, you know, community teamwork aspect mm -hmm. at the core. Mm -hmm. you know, I met some of Randy's family. She has a beautiful family, very wealthy. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, my, I'm very close to family too. So it's a lot of commonalities. Like we we talk about being two different walks of life, but just so much commonalities in mm -hmm. how mm -hmm. we were brought up. You know, um, spirituality, family, faith, big, mm -hmm. like everything that we have as core values and, and is is the same. We're very aligned. Yeah. And then yeah. we have like other times we'll talk about how like some of the past <laughs> our lives have been relationships <laughs> and timing and just so yeah. much we have in common so like this us crossing paths I don't think is any way shape or form a coincidence it was just like mm -hmm. this is your you know business 
friendship. Accountability partner, guys. It would be just wrong if we didn't, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so with all of that, why we share all of this about who we are is because it, it, it dictates who we are. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we've gone through so many things in life. We're talking about our childhood, but our adulthood came with even more baggage and tears and mm-hmm. lessons, lessons and all of the in-between. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it sets the foundation of who we are because mm-hmm. with Brandy's big family and being the baby, you definitely have to fight when you're the baby. And I'm the company. Mm-hmm. I am. <laughs> no, I am the oldest. Oldest cousin, <laughs> oldest sibling. It's only me and my brother, but I'm the oldest across the board. So mm-hmm. we had two different fightings, you know. Yeah. I'm that's like, you know, making decisions and living by mistakes, an example for everyone else, right? Um, mm-hmm. so that's a different challenge, but it, it also leads with the type A aggressive. Yeah. Because when you're yeah. fighting, and then when you're the uh, the top of the pyramid of the you know cousins and siblings, you're the one that's like used to being in charge right you're like mom number two yeah i mean listen, when, you're the baby, <laughs> when you're the baby you're trying to carve out a path in other words you don't want to follow everybody else i mean you've seen all of the mistakes so so you don't want to make the mistakes of the people before you <laughs> like, I'm and <laughs> and you for me I know for me I've really really fought for independence in terms of wanting just to be my own self wanting to carve out my own path and my family will probably tell you that yeah I'm probably the you know free spirit of the family <laughs> and that's I think something else that we had in common because I spent all those years overthinking and not doing that like mm-hmm. 25 and it was like I'm getting a tattoo. I want to travel. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And it became this like free spirit as well. You know, like mm-hmm. not being a wife and mom, I think that we're both a little tied down a little bit, but we still, yeah. even starting this business is us saying we're going to do, we're going to it's do part of that. It's know? still part of that core. Yeah. It's still part of our <laughs> core of wanting more and being ambitious. So we say mm-hmm. highly motivated hustlers, helping others achieve success and overcome unstuck in their careers, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we talk about our street smarts. We've both seen drugs, prison time. We've seen mm-hmm, it all. Mm-hmm. all um, definitely, you know, different variations of it. But that street smarts, well, let's talk about street smarts a little bit. You know, what I've learned mm-hmm. is hustling, you know, learning mm-hmm. why people hustle to provide, to mm-hmm. be providers, to accomplish. You know, sometimes it takes a lot of digging deep dig in to accomplish something and mm-hmm. you know, everyone has to do what they have to do to get by right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Things, yeah here. <laughs> um, so you know for me hustling is seeing you know my family go out work multiple jobs to provide mm-hmm. um, you know like just thinking outside the box you know trying to accomplish as much as they could you know I have so much family that have tried different job opportunities, different little side mm-hmm. hustles to accomplish mm-hmm. things, you know, so that instilled in me hustler mentality. Like, you know, you yeah. can't sit still and, and things are just going to come to you. I'm not a trust fund baby. I mean, mm-hmm. we welcome any kind of donations from trust fund babies. We are we seriously sugar daddy, sugar mamas, whoever <laughs> believes in us and wants to donate. Who's that? <laughs> Who needs I to get am not stuff? a trust fund baby, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> so for me, the hustler mentality is what was instilled in me mm-hmm. um, because, you know, I'm second generation here. So I've seen what, you know, my first generation family, Cuban and Puerto Rican have both done to survive. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I see what you've done to set the path for me. And now it's like, okay, 
now it's my time to hustle and how to provide for my little one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that mine is, I'll always say, and I'm paraphrasing here, so Beehive don't come after me, but I remember Beyonce saying something about, you know, the difference between her and Jay-Z is that her drive doesn't come from her trying to come to get up out of something, but to create a legacy based off of, you know, the hard work that she saw her parents do. So so I kind of feel that way. Yeah, I mean, that's spot on. Um, I know that, you know, it's not that I haven't seen it, I haven't been around it. I've, I mean, listen, I was in the music industry for 10 years. You don't see more drugs than, <laughs> than in that particular situation, just having to navigate that in and of itself. But I do come up from a great family. My father was a, he was the director of um, the American Red Cross where, you know, he basically helped displaced people find homes. Um, so watching a father that did that, he was so passionate about it. It also, you know, put a lot in him to make sure that we didn't end up as some of those women that he saw who were abused, who were on drugs, who were, you know, going to jail every to it. So, you know, a lot of his, our upbringing came from him, you know, wanting to make sure that we knew our self-worth and make sure that we knew to be of service. Um, and my mother was an executive assistant, a black woman executive assistant, you know, for one of the biggest CEOs in the world, really, which was unheard of uh, in that time for her. So I look at her as a woman that pioneered in that particular era. And it gives me such drive because as children, you know, you should want to do better or be better or extend the legacy of your parents. So I think I would... I'm the baby, so I think I got a little bit of, you know, half half and half of them in um, that situation. I think everything that you just said was so eloquently said about your family, and it made me reflect back on mine and just to say, first of all, my mom is an executive assistant as well. Yeah. So that's another coincidence. Imagine so that. Like we that together until this moment. Um, but my mom is in investment banking. Um, and, you know, you, you always talk about your dad's you know, philanthropy and helping, uh, is it philanthropy, humanitarian, you know, just support yeah. back to the community. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, my dad, he was more blue collar or is blue collar and breaks his body. Well, mm -hmm. probably, he's retired now, but to, to provide for us, he always had multiple jobs and mm -hmm. anything to put food on the table, you know, whether it be handyman jobs or anything, but literally, Mm -hmm. physically breaking his body to provide mm -hmm. So I think that mm -hmm. combination of both of our parents, they have instilled in us the ability to work as hard as we can to accomplish things mm -hmm. um, and give back. My dad is a huge community man as well. Like he mm -hmm. doesn't talk anyone about anything. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think that we both have that as well and why we're yeah. here because we are about community and giving back and we want to yeah. pay forward. Our mm -hmm. education, our experience, our experience is really the biggest mm -hmm. value add that we have in this discussion because there's so Seriously. many people like us mm -hmm. um, that have to claw their way to wherever they are or they're going to have to claw their way because if mm -hmm. you're listening to us across the country, across the world, you know, this world isn't easy for women. It isn't easy for colored women, mm -hmm. for plus size women. There is, you know, tattooed women. There's so many different things holding us back, depending on your employer. You know, mm -hmm. it's a platform, but you have to stay in there. You know, you can't go over here, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's salary range. You can't go to that. So there's so many things like holding us back. So 
you and I sharing our skills is going to help people propel their career. Yeah. So we're excited. Yeah. We're yeah. ready to start it. The, 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 the gears are moving for our yeah. e-courses. You know, we, we share in every episode, we plug the ABCDs guide, but that's mm-hmm. really like our first our first fundamental showing mm-hmm. you what we're made of and showing you mm-hmm. how we're going to help you get unstuck mm-hmm. next to come bk you're working on this and i'm excited to see it yeah we're gonna get it out it's gonna be the smash goals yeah how people smash their goals right this is just yeah marketing gold right here <laughs> <laughs> yeah no seriously we're taking I mean, from the abcds to smashing your goals yeah exactly i mean we take you through a self-reflective exercise that makes you figure out who you are like all the stuff that we just talked about all that street smarts and corporate experience all of those things mashed together makes up our little avatars and we've used all of what we could from our upbringing from our education from our experience um and work and corporate from our drive and all those things and uh, uh, created a template for you, basically, how to figure out like what your high value skills are. Where are your blind spots? Where is some of where you came from holding you back? And what do you need to shed in order for you to see a better self for you in order for you to move forward with that vision? And then the smash goals is just going to help you put everything into perspective and put it in a plan so that you can actually execute on that ish. Like seriously. Get us so, together. We believe yeah. in you. And now we're creating everything. Like we're putting a lot of time and effort into this mm-hmm. opportunity of paying it forward because we this are. is free. ABCD, mm-hmm. Smash Goals, all free resources. And mm-hmm. we have a laundry list of other free resources that we are mm-hmm. going to be creating for everyone. So mm-hmm. obviously, as always, go to misfitsplug.com and subscribe to our newsletter. It will keep you up to date. We're going to be building a resource library on our website that's going to be storing all of these things in the future. But now we send it out to you so you have it. So Mm -hmm. as always, follow, subscribe, like, share. Don't keep us a secret. That's right. Share, share, share. We're building a community of misfits. So that, you know, includes your community. So Mm -hmm. share this out to anyone that you feel is stuck in their career and they need some resources and engagement. We are live and interactive. So engage with us on our Instagram. Yes. Um, So BK, you want to bring us home with your final thoughts? So I'm going to leave you guys with the quote of the day, which is persistence will get you where perfection can't. Love it. Guys, Mm -hmm. write it down. Live it today. We hope you love this. We'll see you next episode. Bye, Misfits. Bye.